Welcome to the Baptist Health Doc to Doc podcast, a conversation for physicians by physicians, providing insight on the latest in medical practice, research, technology, and innovation in healthcare. Join Baptist Health experts as they offer practical advice for clinicians covering a wide range of specialties. Cancer, neuroscience, orthopedics, and cardiovascular care are just some of the timely discussions you'll find right here on the Doc to Doc podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another podcast from Miami Neuroscience Institute. I'm Michael McDermott, a neurosurgeon, the Irma and Kalman Bass Endowed Chair in Clinical Neuroscience and the Chief Medical Executive of Baptist Health Miami Neuroscience Institute. In 1985, Anthony Barker published in Lancet the first report of a new contactless and painless method for stimulating the motor cortex. It became known as transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. It's been more than 35 years since that pivotal article of Barker's and colleagues. And during this time, the clinical efficacy of TMS as an antidepressant has been well established and is approved as a form of treatment for medication resistant depression. Transcranial magnetic stimulation is an innovative and promising treatment modality for patients with treatment-resistant depression and has evolved to a more refined technique with multiple diagnostic and therapeutic uses. Here to talk to us about this remarkable tool is Dr. Rachel Rohide, a double-boarded certified Baptist health psychiatrist specializing in adult care and addiction care. Um, Dr. Rohide, can you tell us uh, about your interest in interventional psychiatry and what that means? Absolutely. Um, So the way I got interested in interventional psychiatry is, uh, um, you know, through the years treating patients with psychopharmacology um, and seeing some wonderful results, uh, but then coming across those patients that no matter what combination of medications we would use, um, just weren't getting better. Um, And so... The idea of things like neuromodulation really became very interesting to me because we weren't I, 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 we weren't using them enough, and a lot of my colleagues weren't, um, uh, you know, were only using the psychopharm, um, and so the ability to be able to treat patients differently with uh, kind of innovative. I mean, I know this started kind of in the 80s, but, you know, for us now, I mean, we haven't really had innovation in psychiatry in such a long time. So using things like TMS, uh, DBS, uh, coming back to ECT, this like intervention using other modalities other than psychopharmacology was something that kind of piqued my curiosity in me of we're not really getting... um, uh, our patients better, a lot of our patients better, what else can we do? And this offered kind of a whole new world for us. Um, and so, and that's exactly what interventional psychiatry is. It's it's that, uh, it's a procedural subspecialty of psychiatry and it focuses on neurostimulation, neuromodulation, um, and also using some of the new kind of uh, psychedelics that are coming on board now. Um, in order to treat mental health disorders. 
That's kind of a long-winded explanation. No, no, it's good. Thank you. Um, I remember my previous institution, every day in the pre-op area, I would see somebody being wheeled in for electroconvulsive shock therapy. And I think the general public, um, you know, doesn't know that that still exists as an effective form of treatment. Of course, it got Absolutely. a lot of bad, yeah, got a lot of bad press, but um, that's a very high energy, short burst form of treatment in a single session, electrical energy. And now um, TMS or transcranial magnetic stimulation is a lower energy form and it's used repetitively over a number of days. Can you briefly describe what TMS is for the audience? Right. So just to make it um, a little simpler, right? So transcranial meaning just right above the cranium. Um, and it's using a magnetic stimulation. So we're not using electrical stimulation uh, as they do in ECT. What we're doing is we're using a magnet, a magnet, a magnetic a beam to manipulate the electricity that's already in the brain, right? And we are um, targeting certain, a very certain uh, particular area that has been tested, <laughs> excuse me, um, to alleviate depressive symptoms. Uh, it's recently been um, FDA approved for treatment resistant depression. That's depression that has not uh, really been alleviated or touched by any psychopharmacology. Um, and it's also been used for obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, things like smoking cessation. Um, and they're using it also for other anxiety disorders besides OCD, things like PTSD. And so I, you know, all of these things are on the horizon. Uh, but what you're going to see it mostly in the community is used for that treatment-resistant depression. And what's the actual um, physical setup and um, method for delivery? Can you take us through that? A patient comes into the TMS clinic, sits in the chair, has registration of imaging space to physical space, and what happens after that? Absolutely. So for our particular machine, uh, we require an MRI. And so that MRI is done before you come into the clinic. And so <clears throat> treatment is really uh, uh, tailored to your very specific uh, geography, so to speak. Um, and so you come in and in your first, uh, your first visit with us is where we kind of map your brain, right? So we, we, pick very specific points as to where in your brain uh, things kind of match up with our with our TMS machine. Uh, we put some electrodes on your hand. And what we're trying to do is stimulate a motor cortex, right? The part of the brain that deals with movement and see with what degree of stimulation will somebody's hand twitch. Right. And according to that twitch, we know how strong this stimulation needs to be. And it's different for everybody. Um, it will depend on not only uh, the architecture of the brain, but it will depend on other medications that the patient is also on as well. We've recently come into some difficulties mapping a patient who was on a whole host of other medications. And so 
um, you know, everything is done to tailor to that specific person. So you'll come in, we'll map the brain. We will see what motor um, ha uh, stimulation is needed for your particular case. Um, and then that day we will treat you for the depression. And so um, besides the mapping and uh, the motor mapping, we will also do treatment number one on that first day. And so that can be a little more of a long uh, of a longer visit. So we'll get you comfortable in your chair. Um, nothing is going to be poking or prodding at you. We're not going to be taking blood or anything like this. Um, you'll sit, relax. We'll have the lights dimmed. We'll have some relaxing music. Um, and some patients have even fallen asleep in the chair. So, um, uh, we try to make it as comfortable as possible. And of course we answer any questions that we can. And a lot of times patients do like to uh, look at the screen and see, you know, what exactly are we doing? What are we talking about? And so we use that time to do a little education on the process as well. Um, from the moment we press start in treatment until the moment that treatment is done, it's 19 minutes. So even though that first visit will be a little longer because we're doing all of the motor stuff and we're mapping and we're, you know, we're trying to get our coordinates correct. Um, when you come in for your number two treatment, it really is the moment you sit in the chair, we press start 19 minutes and you're good to go on your way to do whatever it is that you have to do that day. All right. So um, during the treatment, does the patient hear anything or feel anything when you're operating and applying uh, repetitive magnetic stimulation at about 70% of the motor response threshold? Do they know what's happening? Can they feel anything? So what a lot of people feel is like a little tapping on the scalp. Um, and again, depending on your particular motor threshold of your percentages, it could be a little higher, it could be a little lower. Maybe it goes from a little tapping to feeling like it's a rubber band hitting you. Uh, but certainly uh, there's no, you know, horrific pain. Um, there's no, there might be a little scalp discomfort uh, for some patients, depending on, you know, your, your, your pain threshold. Uh, but usually patients walk away and, and, and they have really no complaints about what has happened or what's taken place. No. All right, great. Um, and then what's the schedule, treatment schedule for depression? And is there, after the initial induction treatment, so to speak, is there a requirement for follow-up maintenance therapy at certain intervals after the initial uh, treatment session? So, yeah. So, you know, these are really great questions. There's no absolute protocols on these. Um, but we do know that we have to have at least about 30 sessions. And so for our particular clinic, it's done Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. So it's three days a week <clears throat> until we get to those 30 sessions. And then we usually use about six or seven sessions after the initial cycle for the sort of maintenance treatment, right? And so that can look like really anything. Uh, we don't, we can usually keep the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday schedule up if that works for the patient. Or if we see <coughs> that the patient is doing really well, maybe they'll come in for one session every two weeks. 
Um, so it is a set amount of sessions, but the way we dole out those sessions really depends on the person and that situation. Right. I've read that uh, some of the treatments, even though they're a temporary short uh, term, the effects can be longstanding. So that's um, good to know. Yes. Um, so one of the advantages at um, uh, Miami Neuroscience Institute is these endowed chairs give us the ability to fund clinical and basic science research. And on the clinical side, in March of this year, we'll be requesting submissions for funding for pilot studies. And um, if you had the opportunity to apply, what kind of um, treatment and clinical research would you want to do with transcranial magnetic stimulation? Oh, I would definitely want to do uh, something with post-traumatic stress disorder, perhaps even combination treatment with ketamine. Uh, or some kind of microdosing. I think a lot of these things are now, uh, you know, people are being are, are are opening up, right, to the possibility of uh, psychedelics, hallucinogens, uh, treating patients with PTSD, uh, chronic severe PTSD. And so I think that there is definitely room for us to do some wonderful studies to see how you know, can we get some of these patients into remission quicker rather than using, you know, 20 different mood stabilizers and antipsychotics and such that unfortunately haven't really worked for them? Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Ohani, for your time today. And if any of our listeners have any questions or would like more information, please call the TMS clinic at 786-596- 3876 and thank you for tuning in today to find out more about the topics covered on the doc to doc podcast please visit physicianresources.baptisthealth.net